Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. What's up, everybody? I want to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's one of the easiest ways to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting Anchor on Anchor, you can distribute distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. So everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download Anchor, the app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. And you know, I'm a veteran, so let's hear some more military cadences. What's up, family? I have the king dingling here tonight. My husband. Say hi, babe. Hey, hey. He gets the giggles when I... He gets a kick out of my podcast for some reason. Um, So, first of all, babe, who's playing tonight? Let's see here. Thursday night football. Let's see who's playing tonight. It's the Cardinal. Hold on, let's see. Let me make sure. They all, they have this thing. Cards of Green Bay. Um, let's see. So today, so tonight is October twentieth. The Saints at the Cardinals. Who Saints. you got? Who you got? Uh, Saints. Saints. Cardinals are a mess. So, you heard it here. When I come back and if he's wrong, you know why. Um, Yeah, this is who I go to for my football talk. Uh, Let's see what's trending here. So, Elijah Moore is trending on the Jets. Do you know anything about him, babe? My receiver? Mm Mm-hmm. He's frustrated with his role and his usage. Well, that's because their running back's taking off. Their running game, their defense is solid, so... He's just kind of complaining. He's not getting his time. Not being fed. Yeah. So what else is going on today is Kevin Spacey, the jury, has concluded, wow, that he did not molest fellow actor Anthony Rapp. What do you think about that? I mean, I really don't even care about Kevin Spacey, (laughs) but I know you have a personal... He's the ultimate villain because he killed me in Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) He ripped my arm off. Like... If you played that Call of Duty, which one was that? Uh, it's been a few now. It was the one that he was in. And he ripped my arm off that jerk. And you didn't like him in House of Cards either. 
he was a villain. He was a really good villain. But what happened is that, um, you know, he when he left, I showed tanked because he is a really good villain. So also trending hands off my social security. Um, they have a whole thing about Republicans wanting to bank bankrupt social security. Um, Occupy Democrats tweets Social Security is not a handout It's not welfare, it's not a gift It's earned benefit when a Republican Suggests cutting it, he or she Is stealing from all of us So what do you think? Should we Should they not touch our Social Security bag? No they should not I mean, Social Security is basically invented To keep us from having a Class of elderly uh, Poor mm-hmm. I mean that was mm, like when you when you retire, it's a guarantee you're gonna have some type of money no matter what you have whether you have you know, uh, what do you get when you retire? Uh, Your pension. Yeah, pension. Some not everybody gets pension, so that that social security just uh, was it was intended to be a guarantee that we won't have a bunch of elderly in poverty. Mm-hmm. But now they just want to dip their hands in it and. My thing on that is that I definitely agree with you, but Social Security will be in jeopardy just because these next generations do not work. So they don't contribute to Social Security. So it's not going to matter to them. Well, so I feel like by the time me and you are old, because we're in our 40s, it will be still in jeopardy because you'll get a younger group of Republicans in there that feel like it's not needed because they did not contribute to it. Like Social Security is like, Gen Z on up people like this other generation could care less about those things. So I think that it will always be on the chopping block. Um, another thing is Amy Coney Barrett, Coney Barrett. Uh, she denied the emergency challenge to Biden's student loan relief and said U.S. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett denied an emergency challenge to the Biden administration's student debt relief by Wisconsin. And people are just a conservative group from Wisconsin has petitioned her to block it and she denied it. So people were, somebody said, well, holy F Batman, <laughs> Amy Coleman actually did something right for when she blocked the Wisconsin GOP's group's lawsuit against Biden. So that is going to make a lot of right wingers mad. Um... Elon Musk plans to lay off nearly 75% of Twitter employees once his deal goes through. He's going to gut it and re- revamp it. I mean, that's his way. He's yeah. in, he's inventing a, a Tesla 18-wheeler to deliver packages. So he does not want... He don't believe in the working class, period. So, I mean, that... I'm, I'm wondering, like, if, let's say that 18-wheeler hits your car. You could see the crap out of that. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, it makes me want to kind of run into it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not until you get old enough to, to die, babe. Yeah, not not in not enough. So, like, I'm about to set up our retirement. Hold on, where are my keys? Well, another thing trending on PBS NewsHour, more than 150 years after slaves were freed in the U.S., voters in five states will soon decide whether to close loopholes that led to this slavery. So they still got five states that is still, you know, mulling it over on really 
making sure slavery is done forever. Because slavery is still, it's in the 13th Amendment, so. Yeah, but they live, the families, people, bloodlines, genetics, so integrated now that it's literally impossible to bring back slavery. I mean, if but. If you're going to enslave one race. But you do know slavery still happens in this country, right? Like, people, like, have illegal immigrants that they literally. Remember oh, that yeah, man, that guy, like, literally locked him and had him working? Like, or even people with nannies and stuff, they, like, you know, you got to work for me. It's and like that as, form as of. As unjust and horrible as that is, that's not on a mass scale, like slavery back then was you know what i mean, I mean mm-hmm. that was a, they took a whole people and enslaved them yeah women children i mean the, the whole blood family lines they enslaved them and used them as property so I'm, I'm saying on that scale they can never bring that back there's no way i mean because bloodlines and families are so integrated now mm-hmm. but just on the scale of like but if somebody mean, i'm not saying slavery doesn't exist or is yeah. not possible i'm just saying on that scale I agree with you. Um, Let's see what's happening, if anything is worth discussing, in Ratchet News, which Ratchet News, I'm definitely not talking about. So, okay. Here's another. So, here we go. This 50 Cent and his son thing. So, let's see what we we want to talk about on this here. Um... So this is so 50 Cent's son had reached out to him and was like, hey, I'll pay you just to teach me everything you never taught me. And 50 Cent was like, been there, done it pretty much. So then this is his son's response back. He said, now y'all see, I try to reach out and talk to my pops as a man in front of the world and behind the scenes. I have no phone number for him and you have me blocked on social media for years. So I can't DM you personally and everybody that is mutual is too scared to touch the topic because they're scared of you. This seems to be the only way I can reach you. I'm not a kid anymore. No mommy involved. I don't want or need any money for you. I stand on my own too. I don't like attention. I had so many opportunities to get that and I chose not to. I saw the Breakfast Club interview and it didn't sound like much accountability. They're just ego blaming and more so about money as if you were the child in the situation. Those text messages was me. I was waiting outside for you. That was the day you broke my heart. I forgave you for that. I'm ready when you're ready to sit down. I don't know what kid... No, that kid, his friend asked for a pic. He fanned out, blah, blah, blah. Look at this tax picture, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and then let's get a response from 50's old enemy on this. Let's see what he's saying. Attention right now. And it's not going to work. It's not going to work out how you think it's going to work out, bro. You want attention right now, bro. When y'all started posting text messages and screenshots and DMs of what people were saying, bro. I'm going to tell you one time, bro. Marquise, you don't want this problem, bro. Delete that post off your page. You you leaking my number? You leak my number, bro? You got people calling my phone and calling me and texting me? Yo, you really on some fed, yo. You on some police, bro. And, and these people on the internet, it's not cool for somebody to post messages and, and, and DMs and stuff like that and, and screenshot them and record phone conversations. Bro, you on some police, bro. And I'm going to tell you one time, and this is my last time addressing you and talking to you, bro. Take that post down, bro. I'm not going to lie, bro. So he, this, so this guy who was an enemy of 50 Cent, he was just saying that, 
his son was saying that your enemies was trying to call me to get stuff on you. And I did not never, you know, say nothing about you when 50 Cent was saying that his son has turned against him and all this stuff, which he's saying I could have. I have people that reached out to me about that. But anyway, what's your opinion on this 50 Cent mess, babe? Mm -hmm. It's messy and ugly. Do you think 50 Cent, I mean, is right in fact that he's like tapped out on his son, like he don't want nothing else to do with him? I mean, if he's done, he's done. But I mean, at this point, and his son's a grown man, correct? I mean, he's like 20 or something. He's not like... It's that age where he needs to just let it go. I mean, yeah, it's it's sad that his dad wants nothing to do with him, but... He's got to cut it and start standing on his own. Yeah, I the world's mean... world's not going to give him no sympathy. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's sad. I don't think... Like, sometimes people want their parents to be what they aren't. They just ain't. And I'm definitely not excusing 50 Cent's behavior. Like, as a parent, we know our kids drive us insane, but we never be in a position where we'd be like, no, like, I'm cutting you off because you didn't love me the way... You know, we've had to deal with exes and, you know, them putting sowing seeds in your kid's head about you. But no matter what, like you said the other day, as long as I show up as a father, I don't really care what my ex say about me. Because at the end of the day, the kid is going to see who you are as a father. So 50 Cent did not do that part. Just because he sent money, that's not parenting. Anybody could do that. So, I mean, but I mean, you are right. Like, he'll probably be better off if he move on. He has to. I mean, 50 Cent, maybe one day he might snap out of it. Maybe he won't. But, you know, some people are hopeless in that fact that they think, like, maybe one day this person might come around and all this crap. With that being said, let's get into my favorite messy TikTok stories. (laughs) So, first, you haven't heard about this, but Joe Button... Has been saying that he might be bi. Have you heard this? Well, either you are or you're not. There's no might. That's That statement alone is just confusing as fuck. Like, why would you even say that? So, I'm going to play if this clip. If you think you are, then you most likely are. Play this well, clip for you. I like guys and girls. This next clip is iconic because a lot of younger black men have been coming out as bisexual recently. So, just want to share it. I want to ask you about something. You said something on your show. Give it to me. About being bi. Give it to me. Is that a is that a fact? I'm not ready to share my personal journey. <laughs> For whatever reason, this man is trying to make fun of him and then trying to get everyone else to make fun of him. <laughs> and you don't know if I am or I ain't. Well, if I was, what do you think would be different about my answer? Right? So you said, if I was, da-da. That's how he tries to get validation from this man. This man is not having it. Look at these men. These men are like, we don't care. <laughs> like, uh-huh. What would be different about this room, this situation right now? Absolutely nothing. Good for uh, me? Um, listen, I'm just saying, man. What are you saying? I don't know. Please, the floor is yours. I'm a handsome guy, but, I don't, you know, that's not my thing. See, even that's misogynistic. <laughs> if I'm buying, what would make you think I said, that I'm looking at thing? you? And I said, oh. That's my, like, what's wrong with you niggas in here? You niggas is nuts. So do you think he's bi or he's, like, doing well, things? he didn't or- deny it, so... In pro- as far as probability goes, I'd say he's gay. I mean, here's my thing on it. It's, and I'm laughing because, like, Joe Button, 
Last week, he said he had sex with women and took the condom off, and they didn't know it. And women, like, went after him, like, that sexual assault, blah, blah, blah. Now, this week, he's saying, I'm, I'm bi. Is he... So, and then this guy, he said today, he was like, Joe Button is one of the men that could be great, but they all... He always misses the marks because he... Like he'll get he'll hit on something, but he let his immature ways come out. Like instead of especially like Joe Budden's older now, he's not no young dude, and it's like he's still. I definitely think he's bi because he got a lot of things he struggled with in life, and sometimes when people don't walk in their truth, they do be like hiding a secret life. And I think some of the most homophobic people be bi, and he was on a show with the trans, and he had a big problem with that trans. Like, and so it's like, I don't know. I mean, in a way, yeah, I definitely think he's probably bi. But I also yeah. think that he is using this as like, now he's telling the men they're misogynistic. When Joe Munnan is one of the most misogynistic, he's been a woman beater. He's been everything. And now that he's trying to come out and say he's gay, now he's like, you guys, like, that's the problem I have with this because you was just beating women and stuff like not even two years ago and now you up here talking about um I'm bi and you guys are misogynistic. <laughs> Is he trying to do an experiment where if you say you gay you can get away with a lot of stuff? I can't even speak on his behalf because the shit he does is just... I mean, you don't even know if he's just doing it for shock value, just yeah. to stay re- relevant. Yeah. Like, he it, could be completely straight. Because people in, came after him. But he'll him. say stupid shit for attention. Well, people came after him for that thing about the condom. So much so that he had to remove that episode. So, it's like, now you come back like, I might be buying. You guys well, are attacking with me. It. He could yeah. be playing with it. Yeah. For, Which would even be worse. Yeah. It's, it's a stupid-ass move, but... Yeah, let's go to our next one. <laughs> I'm a diagnosed sociopath, and I'm going to tell you the pros and cons of sociopathy. Because I have no anxiety, I go for job opportunities that I'm often not capable of and not qualified for. Somehow, I always manage to get the job. If I get to the interview stage, I always get the job. Because I have no guilt or empathy, I will do whatever I need to to get to the top. Some cons include my lack of consistency. I think there's been about two or three jobs where I just stopped turning up. I've gotten time. I'm off because my grandmother has died. My grandmother has now died five times. Unfortunately, she's still alive. I really wanted to work in the Wit Sundays because it's just stunning. When I got there, I realized how old and boring everybody was, so I disappeared. In summary, I'm very good at getting jobs. I'm very bad at keeping them. So she's pretty much saying she's a sociopath. The pros of it is she'll go because of her ego. She can go and get a job. The con is she'll keep the job. She'll get rid of the job because she's bored. And I'm like, that describes me. (laughs) I'm not a sociopath, though. I feel like I think it's just confidence. Like, and yeah, if you are, if you are, I've always applied for jobs that I wasn't qualified for, but I'm like, because as anybody that does a job, when you get to that job and you see everybody else that got this job, it's like, how did this dude get this job? 
once you see the people you work with that's on higher levels than you, then you'd be like, I'm about to apply for, because I can be a mechanic. <laughs> like, I mean, literally, like today's society, you do not have to be qualified. You just have to talk a lot of stuff and sound like you know what you're saying. You just have to talk a good game. Yeah. Literally. So I, I wouldn't really consider that being a sociopath, but maybe I'm wrong. Let's go to the next one. Y'all trust yourself too much. You think because you have a prayer life, your flesh won't put you in a chokehold. You stupid. <laughs> you stupid. You playing. You dumb. You dumb. You you good dumb. You lead a prayer group and you don't think you're going to get horny. You you dumb dumb. That's a that's a special kind of dumb. You you, you got to kill your flesh every day, man. My, my most vulnerable times is after I preach. That's when I got to go into lockdown. All of heaven just opened up. Word of knowledge done flew out of my mouth and I'm speaking prophetically and 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 God's using me to preach this message. When I get done, Satan's like, want to have some fun? I'm like, man, no. Nah. Let me go straight to my room. You know what I mean? And not turn on the TV and put praise and worship music on my phone. Because if I put praise and worship music on, I won't turn it off to watch porn. It's a life hack, man. I'm trying to put you up on game. I'm trying to practical stuff. I'm not just going to tell you, man, just go home and just pray, man. You know, like that's why I elaborated on the crucifixion. What does crucifixion look like? Crucifixion looks like you better put yourself in a jail cell. Know thyself. Know what you can handle and know what you can't handle. If you can't go out by yourself, always take somebody with you. So what do you think about that, babe? I mean, he's not saying nothing new. I mean, he, he I guess he's saying just acknowledge your own faults and weaknesses. Yeah, I like, see, this is what I can get behind. And I think that's the problem with church. If more pastors, because he's a pastor, if they spoke like this, like, just because I'm on this stage, don't mean I don't struggle with porn addiction. Don't mean I don't struggle with, like he said, it's not just, like he said, you got to kill your flesh every day. And that don't have nothing to do with, like, nothing. Like, that's just life in general. I think Nina Simone said today, I heard her say, she said, I would have been a killer, but instead, like, you know, I, she said, I would be dead by now. Cause she said when I was the, in the time she grew up in, she would have went to want to repay everybody for things they've done to her people. But we have to go to the higher level and people don't understand that it takes like a lot of self-control to choose the high road. You can call that Christianity. You can call that believing in God. You can call that whatever. Even being faithful in your marriage. Like if, like he said, know thyself. If I know I'm in a situation where I'm going to mess up, I'm not going to be in that situation. Now, here's the problem with the church. All those people who have those exact faults would be the ones pointing the finger at you and saying, mm -hmm. you know, cursing you and judging you. But that's you. the problem. And that's the issue. Yeah, and I that's mean, the not, problem. Not good people in church, you know, acknowledging their faults and, you know, saying we have to plan and work at this. Mm -hmm. It's those who uh, point the finger and judge. Well, that's what he's saying. It takes more than prayer because you still going to struggle. Like, you have to actually work at not doing the stuff your flesh wants to do. And like, for instance, John Gray, for instance, like he constantly like, and don't get me wrong because everybody has faults, but he'll like act like he's miraculously back on the right path because he went to God. But yeah, he continues down instead of just being real and being like, I struggle with this and my wife keeps taking me back. I don't know why. That's what I would be saying. 
like, dang, my wife just really either has a really low self-esteem or she or sees she some kind of potential her, in me that... Her spiritual duty to yeah. abandon her husband. But it's definitely at her detriment and her embarrassment. But it's like, to me, it's like, you know, especially when you so-called preaching the Bible as a pastor, you are on a higher level than everybody else. You are not supposed to be succumbing to those things. And, mm-hmm. and, and like how he's saying, it ain't easy. You can't just pray, God, please don't let me get these dirty thoughts. Like he said, as soon as he get off the stage, he'd be like, it's like all kind of stuff coming at him. Cause you know, we're human. We are, they we treat prayer like Amazon orders now. Yeah. So <laughs> I can appreciate what he's saying. I wish more pastors would teach that. Cause I think that's the problem with society today because they'll go sit in church and they feel good. They don't realize if you don't practice what you're learning, as soon as you step out, you go mess up. Then you're going to be like, church didn't work. Church is not a genie in a bottle. It's like you don't just walk through these double doors and get cured of everything that's ever plagued you. That's literally not how it works. You just, you just don't. So, yeah, I can get behind that. What he's saying. Like, it's, it's not a magic cure. Let's get into the next thing. Every single plane crash in the world, no matter what it is, um, they establish that the plane is the one they think it is. Yeah. And they do it this way. Um, all plane parts have a serial number. And every time a part is put on a plane, the maintenance log logs the serial number. So what the plane investigators do every time, not when there's an R in the month, every time, is they take the maintenance logs and they look at the parts that have been found and they say, yep, they match. This is the, this is definitely the plane we think it is. That was not done on 9-11 on any of the four planes. And someone put in a Freedom of Information Act request to the FBI to reveal the documentation to show that that's been done. And the FBI came back and said the, the documentation doesn't exist because it was not done. So, my husband absolutely does not believe in no conspiracy theories. But, I do. Extremely <laughs> skeptical. But, why wasn't it logged? We don't have no proof that it wasn't, other than someone's word. That it was not this guy's report. I know, one person's word. I mean, it's the report. Okay, what now? <laughs> it's just like what now? So, do you find <laughs> nothing mystery mysterious about nine eleven? Though, for real, uh, I'm sure there's all kind of failures and uh, ignorance that led to it. Mm-hmm. It's ignorance, stupidity, failures, neglect, uh, neglect. Whatever. So you, I'm saying, you literally think Osama bin Laden, like. Had two ter- some four planes come over to attack America on 9-11 due to Americans' crimes against them. Well, you think that's, that that's was, a whole nother subject. I'm saying, but do you think that is what what happened on 9-11 is as what you're saying? As far as the logistics of uh, pulling off that, uh-huh. uh, I wouldn't say it's impossible, but I know it's, I, I still struggle to see how they pulled it off, but. So you do remember when Bush was saying where the weapons of mass destruction were, right? Mm-hmm. Where? Right. And and so Osama bin Laden is not there. No, he was in 
he was believed to have been in uh, Afghanistan. So, that right there, your theory is wrong. As to what we've been told, as to why and what. That's a whole other thing. But I'm saying we... You can run an operation from a remote. You don't have to be on the ground like from where the plane's launched. So basically, I'm saying you trust the, what the government told us about 9-11. No, I don't trust everything. I'm, no, I'm sure they left out a shitload of details. But, I mean, a lot of them details are probably classified, which they couldn't release. And what about the weapons that we provided Afghanistan? Well, that dates back to the 80s. And the flight schools. That dates that, back to the 80s. The flight schools that we, those terrorists we, took we, flight yeah, schools tra- well, in America. We trained all them terrorists in mm-hmm. the 80s. Yeah. The Mujahideen, yes. So, to fight the Soviets when the Soviets took over Afghanistan. We taught them how to make bombs, how to handle weapons. Mm-hmm. Just uh, like now, what I talked about last night. Yeah, we taught all them. That. Like I talked about last night on the podcast was China. Like they, We sent Americans over there to teach them how to make the semiconductors. Okay. And Biden issued a thing saying for them all to come back or their, their, their citizenship was in jeopardy. And so, like, we teach these people how to do stuff, but then what do we do for... We get sh- Then when they get mad at us, they be like, no. And now they're fighting over Taiwan because Taiwan is where the most chips are made. But the Marlinist story is, like, we train people to bankrupt our own country and then wonder why this is happening. I mean, I don't think the goal is to bankrupt our company, but I do believe there's a a bunch of neglect and ignorance to where we teach another country something and we just kind of leave it and walk away without putting in safeguards to safeguard our uh, investments and interests. I mean, we're, that's how arrogant we are, though. Oh, that's what I'm like. like you we'll know, throw this at you and then we'll walk away and, you know. Well, Taiwan is something to watch because, like, that's going to be the big thing right now with China and Russia kind of linking up together against this whole Taiwan situation. Going to be something interesting. And they had like China has their meeting every five years and they were talking about how they want to and they've been buying a bunch of gold. because They pretty much want to make the American dollar useless. Well, that's a whole other subject. They say there's not enough gold to cover the dollars we have. Well, that's what so they're... Basically, they, we have funny money right now. They've been buying it up in a, at a lot of rate. But yeah, we all know our money is not money. Well, the there question, are what are they now. buying then? <laughs> they're just trying to cripple our economy more. I think we kind of do that ourselves. Well, yeah. They just help it along. All right. Let's see if I can find you another conspiracy theory. Now, let's see what's next. You want more, I'll give you more. The following blind item is long, and it's what I would call one of those dark Hollywood blinds, because it is about Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber's dad, usher, and grooming. So bear with me. They called it hazing, and I think it has destroyed this A-list singer, Justin Bieber's life, and will ultimately cause him to take his own life. Not enough is spoken about how his dad, Jeremy Bieber, had the biggest voice in his ear, telling him to go with mentors who would make him rich all of those bible lessons went out the window when the dad was given a bunch of brocane and as many scrippers as he could boink in an entire night limos and cash and parties made him feel like a king so he would tell his son to go spend time with the a-list mentor usher and his friends 
all night at the recording studios, and this was at RBMG Records, um, that was fine. Dad was out partying and enjoying the life um, and never wanted it to end. What about the other parent? The other parent, and that is Patty Millette, was battling depression and drug addiction and was no condition to offer advice. Not that her son would have listened. Her son was abused and essayed. Um, all under the guise of, quote, hazing. The son did as he was told because of his dad, and his dad told him it was okay. Now the son is rich and made his deal with the devil. He will end up unalive. He has way too many demons in his head. Mom is feeling and doing better all these years later. Dad has a significant other, but still sees his son every chance he can get to have a night out with the son's very young fans, who are usually happy to sleep with him. And that was Justin Bieber, Jeremy Bieber, Usher, RBMG Records, and Patty Millette. And the associated headline is Justin Bieber photographed with his pants around his knees at LA Golf Club. And that was from the Kyle Marissa. Like, my husband could not care, give two Fs about Justin Bieber. He's rolling his eyes the whole time. This whole story has zero interest to me. I do like that she used the word boink. Saying <laughs> boink all the time. But, the entertaining part about that. but I do definitely agree, even in the R. Kelly situation, that these parents, they like completely because they want their kids to be famous. They just, here, take my kid, do with them as you will. And then if something were to come bad, luckily Justin Bieber, supposedly, according to this girl, she said that he was allegedly sexually assaulted and that he's like the Illuminati got him pretty much is what she's saying. But I do think that parents like they, yeah, I mean, you are bringing your kid into the industry and then these people, they already know that's the oldest. That's like pimping one-on-one. You get a, a, a young girl on the street. She know nothing about nothing. You run some game, give her some clothes. The next thing you know, she's selling her body for you. That's pimping one on one. So, yeah. Let's go next. to our next story. Let's go to our next story here. I was also born intersex. So, I am like an alien. I was born with my fused shut. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you didn't know that was a thing. A lot of people will like change it to one gender. I'm trying to request medical records, honestly, because my parents mm-hmm. won't tell me anything uh, about it. Ah! But so apparently they use like a hormonal cream to like finish me cooking on the outside. Wow! And then I guess I refused again when I was one or two, and they had to like do the hormone cream again. So your body is like, now nah, you ain't a girl. And then, and then the I doctor mean, was like, yeah. you know, you are a girl. And then your body was like, no, I'm not. So, her body, her vagina fuses clothes. How does she pee? She's an alien. They have to, like, do some stuff to, like, magic stuff. There's a lot of, um, what do you used to call those people? The hermaphrodites, mm-hmm. too? Those people don't get this. What happened to the hermaphrodites? Did they disappear? No. I mean, it's a genetic... But, like, nobody talk about them no more. In a world where everybody's, like, pansexual, bisexual, trisexual, every sexual. What happened to them hermaphrodites of the world? Well, hermaphrodites is a physical thing. I know, but, like, why nobody talks about them no more? They're just not as interesting as all the other... 
the, all, the, all the, the all the other new I would be more interested in a hermaphrodite like if a hermaphrodite was like I'm transsexual I can completely buy that because yeah you don't know which sex you are you know that's like genetically I can get that you might question am I a man or a woman if you're born with both well, organs tell you what is but it may be dominant the, in their body all so the, most likely that's what they are yeah but it, even though if they have two outside parts but if you could say that but then you couldn't say that because then what about a trans man or woman who's born with a well they're born with a male body and so, male until they deem themselves not male yeah so blood test is irrelevant at that well, point and for that yes yeah. I'm saying for hermaphrodite, that's physical. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying if hermaphrodite in 2022 was like, I feel like such a, such, I'd be like, I can understand that. I can get that. Don't worry about our dog panting in the background. She just got off her walk. Let's go to our next story. We studied 54 women and we kind of identified that there's three different types of organs that people with vaginas or women can have the ocean wave avalanche and volcano an ocean wave is like really rhythmic so you're like squeezing and relaxing at a really rhythmic pace it's the most common one it's mine and then avalanche starts really high and then you just kind of squeeze. Oh, she was like that's mine, mine. <laughs> you still have to squeeze and relax but it kind of goes down in force over time and then the volcano is kind of your like classic movie-esque kind of how they show it in movies it's like a shoe shot up and then a huge drop down all kind of less last like 10 to 15 seconds what do you think is the best one we've never seen a person in the thousands of data points we have like once you're one type you don't ever jump from one type to another so, so you don't like one. yeah so you're always one yeah so are you a volcano babe or a wave or what are you well, us males are usually volcanoes <laughs> <laughs> Boom, goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the next one. It really saddens me to believe that Cam Newton can have a podcast and believe all the bullshit that is coming out of his mouth. Like I seriously be- I seriously believe he he believes all the bullshit that is like watch this. Right. Yes. So then my next thing would be you got a 85% good man. He has a job. If he were to have some kids, he mm-hmm. takes mm-hmm. takes care of his kids. He's the breadwinner mm-hmm. in his family. Mm-hmm. He has the discipline to mm-hmm. be able to hold you accountable and put you up on some new shit. Okay. But that 15% is a big chunk that he battles with infidelity. Are you willing to be with a person to see him through? that issue after marriage or are you talking about dating no dating absolutely no i'm not so that's what if you got a 90 percent good guy i'm not we need to be friends then until you can work this out we need to be friends Mm -hmm. okay so i would go okay well you know just for the sake of playing devil's advocate maybe he was having a great conversation but then there's another clip same crap watch this I want somebody that's going to protect me. I want somebody that's going to, you know, bring me, you know, this lavish lifestyle that I'm used to or that I want, but he can't cheat. That ain't, that ain't how I work. That ain't how I work. But that's one negative. I'm saying one negative and so much positive. I think a lot of women look at a 80%, 85% good dude. 
And once you have a hiccup or a deficiency, you look at that and say, oh, no, girl, he's for everybody. I can't deal. There, but I think there's a difference between someone like, let's say, being under six foot or not having a certain type of job versus you have a character flaw where you're a fucking cheater. That's a character flaw. That's not a, oh, my God, this 20%. That's a big fucking deal. Are you serious right I was so glad to see her, like, stop and be like, like, are you serious right now? Because I was, I'm, like, literally confused. No, that's that's not okay. You're saying, oh, if I'm not showing up, like, let's say you're tired and you don't want to have sex. It's like, oh, if you don't have sex with me, I'm going to have sex with someone else. That's not okay. I'm not that, talking no, about no, 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 but I'm saying, no, but I'm saying for an example, you're saying if I'm falling short and she decides to go this route, can I really blame her? No, yes. I can't. No, yes. No, no, no. Yes, because it shouldn't go from you're not meeting my needs to where I'm betraying your trust. Okay. How do we get from zero to 100? Okay. Like, he seriously believes. There's so many more clips I have like this. But I'm not going to bombard y'all with a whole bunch of clips of Cam Newton sounding dumb. I'm done. So what do you think about this, babe? Well, you'll have to break it down. What's the first question? I mean, with he's, what he's saying is like, like he was making an argument it's like I'm yeah. protecting you I'm doing all this but I just happen to struggle with infidelity and how come you can't accept that about me okay well from the man's point of view if you if you struggle with infidelity you shouldn't be in a, a committed relationship period you should be I mean just do your thing sleep around and don't tell don't tell a woman that you're going to be with her that's it. I mean, if you want to sleep around, that's fine. Do your thing. But don't don't lie to a, uh, someone and say you're going to be committed to them and then sleep around. Right. That's the bat. That's the line. Yeah, because. But if you're like, if you want to be like, you know, you're my main girl, but you know, I still do my thing. I'll still take care of you, but I'm still going to do my thing. Right. And if she accepts that, all good. And, and that's and that's to me like even, and I don't think that's shameful as long as you're upfront and honest. Yeah, like and, if you get in your relationship, like he's saying, like if some woman and that's what I said to you because we talked about this earlier. I was like, it, he could find a woman that would accept that about him. Yeah, but the reason he keep playing this for every other woman because these are women that won't. No, see that's the thing he's explained it like it's the rule like you should uh, accept this. Yeah. And that's where he gets in trouble. And there are some women that will accept it. That's well, what I'm saying. So if he knows there's women that accept it, why are you using your platform to tell women that they all should accept it? Yeah, that's, no. that's the BS part. Yeah. I mean, give her the option of whether she wants to participate exactly. or not. That's exactly. It. Give exactly. Give her the choice. I mean, it's going to backfire. That's like Ray J and his wife, like down at they get in divorce, she was like, I had threesomes to keep him happy. You did that and you can't complain about it now because you chose to partake in that. That's never going to go well. No matter how many couples swing this, this and that, that is it, never going to go they, well. They call it spicing the marriage. Yeah, visually, that crap. ain't no coming back from cheating. Like literally is not. One no, one night will will the visions that chose partner would have to endure. I mean, cheating ain't just like like you laid down with somebody else. Like you you committed 
Uh, and then you ain't even giving your spouse a chance to be like, did you check if this person got STDs? Like you just coming back to me, like after you've been out doing whatever, and then you want to come back and be like, let's play family. Like that's my thing. And like you said, if somebody is being like, yeah, sure. We can have an open marriage. Like Will and Jada, they supposedly have an open marriage. I mean, you've seen Will and Jada sat up there and she told him like she had an entanglement. And I mean, that that's their marriage. But if you get in a relationship and the woman ain't accepting that, you can't be mad about that. No. Get in a relationship with the person that is. But like I said, I feel like he's saying it because like he lost he lost somebody that he wanted to continue to portray as like, I'm a family man. He wanted to stay with the, the mother of his children, but she wasn't having it. And so now he got to pay money, child support, all this, because he chose to do what he did. And he like, if you could have just accepted it, like every man wants their cake and eat it too. My stepdad tried to pull that, like, have the women come together and we no like no like you tr you really like power has gone to your head because a real man knows it's not safe to be thinking your wife like you know if you know you would die like you know you would <laughs> die like ain't no way you can roll in here and be like babe I'm going to step out. Like you, how could you sleep at night knowing that my <laughs> wife is probably playing, replaying in her head no. what I've been doing? Like no. even that part of it. Well, see, that's the human psyche part. Like no man or woman wants to think or picture their mate with someone else. Yeah. Being pleasured by someone else. Yeah. So that, I mean, should be like the core of it, why people don't like it. My husband don't even like if he has a dream of me, like, trying on some shoes with a guy, remember that dream you had and you were so mad? <laughs> and that's not even a real thing to happen. But it's like, just imagine if that really happened. Like, that's the thing. It, you can fantasize sleeping with other people all day. But when that stuff happened, it ain't fun. You didn't wreck your whole thing. You didn't wreck your whole marriage as you knew it. Even if y'all recover, it's never gonna go away. It's still gonna be there. Just that thought. Well, that you like, know your partner can do that. Yeah. And that that's and you want to be able to trust them. That's always in the back of your mind. Yeah. Like, they can do it. I they I saw them do it. They yeah. Can do it. So no matter what you do, it was like <laughs> these BBL doctors are wild because there's this thing that put your faith in an N word stupid hoe how you figure <laughs> but the bbl doctor was saying like when i give a patient a bbl and he still go cheat with somebody that look like how you used to look like the things these women even our men do to try to keep like maybe i'm gonna keep my spouse home betty broderick is the prime example who killed her husband she went and got implants all this stuff and her husband still cheated and she killed them because it's like, you have to understand that when you step out of your marriage, you are literally, this person is still trying to compete with whoever is out there in your imaginary mind. Even if you never met this person, you're imagining what they could be like. What is this person that got my spouse not coming home? It plays with your mental psyche. 
And if you think you can come back and lay down in that bed with that person and think they just cool, mm-hmm. you crazy. You really, your ego has gotten all the way out of control. Yeah. That's that on that, babe. That's that on that. Let's see if we have one more here. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. This was a funny video. Mm-hmm. Here we go. For you on every date, you've got to understand something. Society and darkness has a plan, and that is for men to become more like women and women to become more like men. So traditional values are being looked upon as bad. It's not about if you can pay or not. It's about allowing a man to fully be able to provide for you, not just physically and financially, but also emotionally, spiritually, and sexually. Because if you can't do all all of those things, your heart knows, and eventually your soul will tell you, you will lose respect for him. And when you lose respect for him, you will lose connection for him. And when you lose connection for him, your body will not be able to open and receive him. And that's when the sexual relationship goes away. Set your standards right now because your heart already knows what it needs to feel completely safe in his presence. So he was basically saying that men should be men in the relationship meaning pay for everything pay for food pay for stuff because you know like obviously i let you be the man in our relationship but obviously our money's coming out the same house so i don't feel like you have to pay for everything because we're married but i definitely we are even though we're equal in our marriage like you we do have gender roles like you do manly stuff and i do the cleaning and stuff but you know, what do you think about this? Like, do you think roles should be established? Do you think relationships should be 50-50? Like, what do you think? Well, first of all, I mean, you got to start off like, if you're the type of woman, do you believe the man should be the head of household? Like, do if you believe that, then you believe, and if you believe that part, then automatically you're saying, I believe the man should be the leader first. If you don't, like then you don't believe he's the head of the household, then you're like, okay, I'm for an equal 50-50 thing. So, so what do you think? What do you? What do we have? 50-50 almost, pretty much. I mean... I mean, I know you, you allow me to lead because you trust me. Yeah, you are my, my husband. Like, you are... Yeah. I do see you as my protector. I do know if something was to happen, like, financially to me, you could provide for us. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is when those roles come in reverse. Well, I put everything on you and be like, babe, you need to just take care of me. Because, no, because I think that we should contribute to make our future stronger and have more savings, be able to take more trips, be able to do those things. So I grind just as hard as you. And so on that aspect, that's where we're equally like pouring into our relationship because one, like we're well, a team. Actually, we don't want in today's society. I mean, I good luck finding a man that can pay for everything. Right. Because literally nobody makes that much money anymore. Right. Literally. Not not middle class, not lower class. So You'd have to be in the upper, upper class of men to pay for that. Right. The and average even, guy cannot pay for But even those now. dudes are stressed out. I'm saying, the so that idea is kind of out the window at the moment. Yeah, for regular people. But a lot of regular people do have these pictures in their head that, like, my husband should pay all the bills. Yeah, I saw this woman today. She said, I don't even know how much my mortgage... She said, I don't even know who... 
we uh, to make which is really not smart because if he dies she gonna be jacked up and she didn't know who the mortgage was made to she didn't know how much her bills were every month which is a, a soft nice life i personally just because i know people's spouses die or whatever like you shouldn't be you should know some like the basics because if he was to die tomorrow you wouldn't know if y'all be hot on y'all light bill or not you know what i mean so no, I mean, for me, like, I want, I mean, that's just my defense mechanism to, like, not just because of who you are as a man, but, yeah, we, we're going through a recession. We, like, I feel like everybody should be stockpiling everything you can. But I do know, like, if something were to happen to me physically, emotionally, financially, you could, you would take care of me. Like, you do everything in your power. Oh, so yeah. And so, like, yeah, so in that in that way, we're definitely traditional roles. But obviously, like, life can happen, like, and I feel like as far as partnership and marriage goes, you need to be with somebody that know, you know can hold you down. If I was to have an accident tomorrow, I want to be with somebody that I know, like, my house will still be able to function. Like, that I know will not abandon me if I needed something and vice versa, like that to me is what makes you yeah, be able you to I sleep in each other's back. No yeah. matter what. Yeah. No matter how good or how bad things yeah. are. Yeah. You be able to we're sleep at night. Solid. Yeah. You have to be with somebody where I can go, I can go to sleep at night and I know whatever tomorrow brings, I know I'm with somebody that we going to figure it out together and we're going to make it through with that person and i ain't gotta be asking around we will overcome any struggle yeah because i don't want to be with somebody that like if some catastrophe down, yeah cries when a catastrophe you. happens what are we gonna what do you mean we gonna figure this out like yeah it's gonna suck but we gonna figure this out like we're not gonna give up and we're gonna figure it out and that is what makes us a family <laughs> <laughs> So, speaking of that, thank you, hun, for joining me. Thank you for having me on another one. Maybe I I'll enjoyed it. Maybe I'll boink you later. Okay. <laughs> F is for family. It's signing off. Peace out. Toodles.